Hey, it's Murphy Houston back Sunday morning. It's time for Mile High Magazine. And joining us today, I'm very excited to talk with Laura Stack, who is best known in the business world for her professional work, the Productivity Pro, 30 years as a keynote speaker, best-selling author, and just rolling along until uh, a tragic day, November 20th of 2019. And Laura, I'm glad you're here to talk about this because you've made some changes as a result. So let's start with that. What happened on November 20th, 2019? Thanks, Murphy. Yes, sadly, our son, 19 years old, Johnny, died by suicide. He had become psychotic, delusional from using high-potency marijuana concentrates, uh, often called dabs and vapes, uh, here in Colorado where we live. So, unfortunately, uh, he left us on that day. Sad to hear that, uh, Laura, but... You know, I'm a believer of all tragic comes good. And in your case, it was Johnny's Ambassadors. Let's talk about that. What's it all about? Because it sounds fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Well, after being in a fetal position, basically, for six months after his death, I posted on Facebook, has anyone heard of dabbing? And it went viral. It was crazy. It got 21,000 shares. It was just some links. And most people, there were, oh, 5,000 comments from parents, and they all said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I knew that we needed to educate. So we formed Johnny's Ambassadors, which is Youth Marijuana Prevention. It's a nonprofit. We live in Highlands Ranch. And now we educate parents, teens, and communities about this, this new high-potency THC product that most people are not familiar with, and we talk about how it impacts adolescent brain development and uh, mental illnesses and, sadly, suicidality. So I travel around the country and speak in schools, mostly high schools, but also middle schools and colleges, and talk at community nights because most People like us right. who are 50 years old have never heard of any of these new products. Well, of course not. They know they're out there, but they're not sure what it's all about. Right, Laura? What does it all mean? Like, what is high-potency yeah. THC products? How is that different from marijuana from 20 years ago? Because <laughs> a lot of people, they grew up 20 years ago. They probably knew a little bit about marijuana, but not what we have today. Right. Right. And we won't ask everybody, you know, listen to this, whether they've used marijuana. But, you know, I did. I was um, I grew up in the 80s. I used it when I was 17, 18 years old in high school. I didn't like it much, but I do. um, I didn't use it after that. But I just remember having these little papers. It was like Jim's basement weed. Right. We put the flower in there, rolled it up. You know, we made a joint. We passed it around. It was like a shared thing. And then we went to Denny's. Like, that's all I remember. God. And I think most people have that kind of experience. Well, hey, I'm older than you, you are. Know? I grew up in the 60s during the Vietnam War. You can only imagine what it was okay, like back well, then. there you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was born in the summer of love, 69. And back at Woodstock, for example, the THC, that is the tetrahydrocannabinol, the, the potent part of the plant that makes you high, okay? Sure. That per gram of flour was about one to three percent very very low so it started being cultivated genetically engineered now in today's dispensaries you can buy average 20 percent thc flour strains that are even up to 35 percent but oh that wasn't that wasn't high enough consumers wanted it 
even stronger. So what they started doing was extracting the chemical itself out of the plant and throwing the plant away and then concentrating the THC and making it more pure by distilling it into different products. So these are anywhere from 60% to 99% pure THC. So it's just a chemical, Murphy, if that makes sense. There's no organic matter that's left in any of these products. And that's what's out there right now. That's there right now. Uh Uh-huh. That's what our kids are using. Vapes, um, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment just completed its Healthy Kid Colorado survey that just came out a few months ago. And they said there is a statistically significant increase in vaping THC oils. So a lot of teens are like, oh, mom, dad, you know, I'm just vaping. And the parents think they're talking about nicotine. Yes. Right? Like the jewels. And it's and it's 80%, like 90% nearly pure THC oils. And unfortunately, it disrupts adolescent brain development. So that's the big problem. See, we're, we're not into like, you know, we're not trying to get it to be repealed or, or get the horse back in the barn. You know, we are simply wanting teens to understand how it impacts their, their brains. And they have no idea, of course. No. No, they think everybody, you know, thinks, oh, it's medical, it's safe, it helps with sleep, it helps with anxiety. When, in fact, in youth, we show through MRI studies that it actually impairs brain development. It damages the formation, the organization, and the protection of the brain actually causes a five-fold increase in psychosis and, sadly, a seven-fold increase in suicide. Most people don't know suicide, Murphy, is the number one cause of death in our youth in Colorado and, unfortunately, the number one substance found in their toxicology reports is THC, not alcohol, by far. That's sad. Um, So there's definitely, you know, we don't say it's causal, but we see as suicides have gone up, so have teen suicides and so have their THC use. That's terrible stuff. Uh, Laura, let me back up. Let me back up just a little bit because you mentioned something I really don't know about because I'm older. Explain dabs (laughs) and the danger of dabs. Yes, so dabs mean okay so the reason it's called a dab is you literally need a dab the serving size on the flyers that they put in the dispensary when you buy this product is like a period on a piece of paper that's how big the serving size is i know because it's so concentrated so a dab is a noun dabbing is the verb meaning to inhale the vapors of a concentrated THC product. So they take a concentrate such as, let's say, shatter, all right? And you have to heat up uh, metal. It can be a spoon. It can be a straw. It can be a dab rig. If you just Google marijuana dabbing rig, Uh you will fall out of your chair. Oh, boy. I'm looking at the hundreds of devices. So you get a butane torch. 
So if your um, creme brulee torch is suddenly missing from your kitchen, you might want to check your kid's backpack because they have to get it like red hot. And you take a dab, again, that little tiny amount, and you tap it to that heated surface and it liquefies it in essence and it vaporizes it. So there's no smoke. Remember, because they threw the plant away right? right. um, because they just are extracting the chemical and you inhale those vapors. And the the butane or propane or ethanol solvent that they used to extract the THC from the plant cannot fully be removed from the product. So unfortunately, there is also some solvent uh, listed in the ingredients that also goes to your brain, which is as we know, toxic. That's why they call these intoxicants because they are toxic um, to the developing teen mind. So that's really what we're trying to do, Murphy, is let people know, look, there is no safe level of THC in the developing mind and these extra crazy ultra potent products. um, It's like it's like the difference between cocaine and crack. That's how you can think of as a dab. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, pretty well explained there, Laura. Holy cow. Uh, we're talking with Laura Stack from Johnny's Ambassadors. So let's talk about it because it was mentioned, you mentioned, Laura, at the beginning of our little talk here about the curriculum you've developed to educate mm-hmm. middle and high school students about marijuana. And how's that effort going? Oh, we have been blown away by the response. We have over 10,000 ambassadors. That's why we call it ambassadors. We ask each ambassador, each one, reach one, to tell one other person, have you heard of this stuff, right? And to share that this not safe in the teen mind. And so we are um, brought in by schools. I travel all over the United States and come in and talk to their students. And then we also have online curriculum that is used usually if someone is caught with using marijuana at school they take our online curriculum and get a certificate we have a 16 page glossy beautiful prevention magazine that we ship all over the u.s to mostly health teachers Uh and counselors school nurses who are teaching the substance use unit in their classrooms as well as videos and toolkits and we have PowerPoint that teachers can use in their classrooms. So our job at Johnny's Ambassadors as a nonprofit is to take those donations and then turn around and give them to teachers, the community, and other drug prevention specialists as resources to help them communicate how dangerous these new products are, how addictive how they can cause anxiety and depression, and make sure that we don't lose a generation or more of our youth. Good point. Things. Good point. So now you get me all worked up and excited about this whole thing. How do we find people listening now that information you're talking about? How do schools that don't know about Johnny's Ambassadors, where do they go to get the help you're offering, Laura? They can go to our website, johnny'sambassadors.org. And all the information is there. Under partners, they can look teachers. We have pages for parents. If there's someone listening whose young 
child, um, teen under 21, is using marijuana and they're concerned, um, they can go there and get resources to get help for their child. But it's all there available for free on our website at johnnysambassadors.org. Pretty easy to find, a good way to start, and it's spreading quickly to get that information out there. And I'm curious, Laura, I'm reading in your notes here about the you were extremely instrumental in getting House Bill 1317 passed. Talk about that legislation and how yes. how'd you get that whole thing going? Yes. Oh my gosh, we had an amazing coalition of partners, uh, literally hundreds, uh, educators, doctors, parents, lobbyists, sponsors in the legislature. I talked to probably 30 one-on-one myself to representatives and senators, and we had nine hours of testimony. Whoa in our coalition explaining the harms that we've seen to youth with these products. And we managed to put some guardrails in place to regulate these concentrates for 18 to 20 year olds. So for example, they have to have two doctors that certify they have a chronic and debilitating condition, which now the number of medical marijuana cards have been cut in half since that legislation started because it really was not used for medicinal purposes. It was used as a party drug. Kids were getting the cards just so they could legally go into a dispensary at 18 years old and legally buy these potent products. And then sadly, many of them turned around and sold them to other students at the school. I know that because we got into Johnny's phone after he died and all of the products that he had purchased with his medical marijuana card were for sale on his Snapchat photos. And he had not one medical problem, nothing wrong with him. Um, We don't have any mental illness in our family. We don't have it in our genetics. He was perfectly healthy. So I have no idea what he told a doctor to get a hold of this card. But it's much easier to get marijuana in Colorado for our youth than it is for them to get alcohol. So unfortunately, it's everywhere. But the bill has really cut back on how much they can buy. Yeah, That's like a fake ID. Remember where you're kids get fake ids that's what that is right that's a really good analogy it basically is because they can say oh i have a migraine but now with two doctors saying they have a debilitating condition and having to pull their medical and health care records and mental health records to support that um, they haven't been able to get them through now oh good laura i gotta let you go here i can't believe how fast this time has gone but before you go please give us how people can find johnny's ambassadors one more time Thank you so much. Yes, johnnysambassadors.org. Please reach out to me. My email is on there. If you have any concerns, I would be happy to support you and get resources in your hand to get out into your school and out into the community to share with other parents. Congratulations, Laura Steck, and the job you're doing to represent your son and the loss there. Congratulations. You're saving many lives. You know that, right? I think so. I yeah. think Johnny would be proud. Yes, we are he really would. trying to forge ahead despite the pain and, and give some meaning to, to the loss of our son. Well, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. I appreciate that. Thanks, Murphy. Yeah, Thank you all, too, for listening. Don't go away. We've got more coming up. We'll be right back.